travel and hospitality podcast here at JD Power. This is Sarah Baggett. I'm on the marketing team here, and I've got with me today Michael Taylor and Andrea Stokes, the leaders of our travel and hospitality practices. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Sarah. So today's episode is a little bit special. We thought we would look back on your predictions for 2023 and see if they were right. Doesn't that sound like fun? This could be interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I've forgotten what I said. (laughs) Now, remember, we made these predictions at the end of 2022. So this will be really interesting. Um, Mike, let's start with you. One of your first predictions for airlines and air travel in general was that we would see some slowing of demand due to inflation in 2023 and that prices would moderate a bit in 2023, but we would still have a problem of having uh, very full flights and fewer routes. So tell me about that. Did that come to fruition in 2023? I think I'm fairly good on that one with the maybe the expe- uh, with the exception of prices moderating a bit. Um, but I think all the rest of that pretty much bore out in 2023. You know, prices are moderating here at the end of the year, uh, except for certain markets. Um, it's mostly the leisure markets. I think it's simply because they saw such a demand for leisure markets uh, last year that they, on their season, that they're in season, like uh, summertime in the Northwest and and wintertime for Florida and Las Vegas. I think they still are um, saying, hey, we, you know, we can uh, price those out a little higher because the demand will still be there. So I, th- I think I was pretty good on that one, actually. Not too bad. We're still seeing fewer routes, you know, that sort of um, yeah, cutback schedule. Yeah, we still haven't f- solved the problem. You know, it's a very long-term problem to get as many pilots as they need. So there still are few, f- fewer routes and relatively full flights. All right, Andrea, it's your turn. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> so for 2023, you predicted that room rates would moderate a little bit. Um, and that consumers would pull back on leisure leisure travel as prices elsewhere went up. Uh, so did we see that? Was that a, a true uh, trend in 2023? I think partially. I think the, the big jump that we saw in 2022 um, sort of was maintained. So we sort of didn't go even higher. <laughs> um, so I guess you could say the rate of growth uh, slowed, but... I think there still was demand there, especially for leisure travel um, and hotels, definitely. And uh, prices, you know, room rates, I think uh, maybe increased a a couple percentage points over last year, but nothing like the increase we saw um, in 2022. So uh, I do think consumers were feeling the pain of inflation um, with just goods and services and sort of the everyday things that they had to buy. And of course, the savings rate is a lot lower. So, you know, consumers maybe have a little bit less to spend on sort of discretionary spending like travel. But, um, but you know, 2023 20, for the hotel industry was definitely a good year. Uh, by no means was it, um, was it a bad year. Tell us a little bit about hiring and and labor shortages or challenges. Was anything improved in 2023? Hiring did improve um, in the leisure uh, restaurant and hotel space. So if you kind of tracked um, the number of jobs that were gained each month in in 2023, uh, the, the leisure and hospitality sector grew jobs every month 
basically. Um, so hiring is there. Uh, I think, you know, there are more staff in hotels. Customers are seeing more staff in hotels. And I think the experience is better. Um, and that, you know, definitely was proved out by our study results, our 2023 hotel guest satisfaction study results, showing that, um, you know, service was uh, improving, staff service. Not bad. I think you were pretty close on that one. Yeah. it's <laughs> good. All right, Mike, we're going back over to you. We're talking about airports here, and we sort of addressed this in the first one, but another one of your predictions was that direct flights into smaller markets uh, were cut back in 2022, and that would continue in 2023. But more specifically, you mentioned that um, as the travel market, you know, the area of China sort of reduced travel restrictions, we might see more traffic into airports such as San Francisco and on the West Coast. Uh, so was that something that we did see this year, that sort of travel picking up? Yeah, I think I've got that one mostly right as well. Certainly San Francisco um, is up and that is due to Chinese market saying, hey, you know, Chinese uh, business people can travel to foreign countries again in 2023. So yeah, and there really hasn't been that much change in the smaller markets um, that are getting direct flights. I think everybody's trying to, you know, for the most part, with the exception of Southwest Airlines, really using the hub and spoke system, which is really... Um, cause some hub airports to see real big spikes in um, passenger volumes and and sometimes surpassing what they did in 2019, uh, which is amazing seeing that uh, business uh, travel demand is still weak. Mm-hmm. And were we seeing sort of staying on the airports and staffing that we were speaking of with Andrea, were you, were you seeing any staffing shortages in airports specifically this year? Well, that one, I can tell you I was completely wrong. So... <laughs> I really blew that one. No, actually, they they the airports have rebounded quite a bit as far as the hiring of personnel and the having longer hours for services. You know, every time we do a study uh, at JD Power, especially with our passenger view product, you know, which looks at people who are on airport and what they wanted, what do they want while they're actually there on the airport. Uh, the number one thing that they they want for most airports is coffee, and I always make the same comment that uh, they want so much coffee that they want a Starbucks in the Starbucks bathroom. That's how much coffee they want. <laughs> so, uh, but I was no, I was I was way off on that one. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's why we do this. <laughs> we, we've got to make these predictions. Um, all right. Well, this is uh, really for both of you. Let's switch gears here and talk about uh, business travel and group travel a little bit. Um, so one of the predictions was that group travel would improve in 2023 as live events continued to sort of make their comeback post-pandemic. Um, but we did say there was a prediction that transient business travel would continue to struggle in 2023. Um, so either uh, either of you care to comment on those predictions? I'm going to punt to Andrea on this one. Well, I'm not sure about, yeah, transient business um, and airlines, right? And, you know, airlines, of course, do rely on business travelers, um, as well as the hotel industry. But I I do think that, you know, business travel, transient business travel was, you know, probably pretty much flat. Um, it did, you know, we did see more business travel in 2022. But I, I still think we're behind uh, pre-pandemic times. With transient business travel, um, you know, remote work is still, uh, you know, what what all of 
especially young workers want. Um, I know companies have tried to get people to come back to the office and have struggled with that. And younger workers especially are kind of revolting against mandates to return to the office. And I think that um, is all kind of, you know, wrapped up in um, that struggle of transient business travel trying to trying to come back. So I, I you know, we're definitely not where we were uh, in 2019. Um, group travel, uh, Sarah, you mentioned, you know, group travel. I do think we, we did see those live events uh, come back in 2022, growing in 2023. I don't have any data to sort of compare to pre-pandemic, but, um, you know, live events are uh, still, companies are still holding live events or holding conferences, associations and organizations are holding conferences in person. Um, and I, you know, we do have data that shows that, you know, business travelers and business people really do value uh, those in-person conferences and meetings and seminars and training and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I think, I think 23 was actually um, fairly positive for group travel. Well, well done, Mike and Andrea. I think overall here, you had some very strong predictions that came true in a lot of ways. Uh, would you like to sort of make a guess at what we might have to look for in 2024? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll start on that one. I think that probably the one that I'll be watching closely in 2024 is the, as I call it, the EV experiment at rental car companies, who uh, some rental car companies have made a huge bet on, uh, oh, the value and the desire or the demand for electric vehicles uh, in their fleets. And I think we're seeing some cracks in the foundation of that. Uh, having to do with, uh, well, A, demand, uh, B, familiarity with EVs and how one has to use them, and then the infrastructure uh, that's available across the United States, uh, which is causing some problems. And I think that's going to be continue to be a very big problem uh, going into 2024 for some of the, the rental car companies. Interesting. Andrea, do you have a prediction you'd like to share with us for 2024? Well, on the the topic of EVs, um, I think hotels will continue to ramp up their um, consideration and actually installation of EV chargers at hotels. Uh, You know, as uh, you know, EV ownership is growing, even though it's it's slowly growing. But um, hotels, you know, do see the advantage of having EV chargers. So I do think uh, 23 will will bring on more properties that have uh, chargers f- available for their guests. Um, probably, you know, some areas might see challenges in terms of, you know, the hotel owner may want chargers to be installed, but it may take a long time due to the high demand. So high demand both for chargers, for the, you know, the companies to come and install the chargers um, and that kind of thing. So uh, I think installation may probably take a little bit longer, but hotels are definitely seeing the incentives that are out there, whether it's federal or state or local incentives to um, to install uh, EV chargers at, at their properties. So I, I 
you know, I predict uh, continued growth there. Um, I think there will be more headlines and news in the hotel industry about this in 2024. Um, and, you know, even some of those headlines coming from J.D. Power. So. So expect to see EVs in, in our future here <laughs> in the travel yeah. and hospitality industry. Well, listeners, if you would like to hear more about our 2024 predictions, we will be uh, that will be the theme of our January episode, where Mike and Andrea will go in-depth on some of their 2024 predictions for the travel and hospitality industries. Uh, Mike, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Happy holidays. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will look forward to seeing you again in our episode in January. Mm-hmm.